Welcome to Sit the Hawks. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is... Hi, David. I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. Hey, Brian. Nice to meet this you, This is the too. first time we're meeting, actually. Yeah, this is the first time we're podcasting. This is the first time we're podcasting in a really long time. Life? Life has a... Life finds a way. Life <laughs> finds a way to make the podcast not happen. <laughs> to, to make it not happen, more so than to make it happen. We have to fight back at life. To bring back the podcast. We are victor- victorious this week. <laughs> so, uh, when we podcasted last, we didn't realize there was going to be a month-long hiatus. <laughs> it came up on accident. It was just... Oh, I just I just figured we'd be able to course correct. Like you know, I figured you no, know, you know, like it'd be three weeks. It'd be like instead of every two weeks, it'd be like on the third week we'd get one in. Like because <laughs> we did we did go see the Flash, which is the topic for today. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were like, oh, well, maybe we could just you know fit it in somewhere, and then like we just we just didn't fit it in on on a different day, and then like I went down to Virginia, and then. Uh, I yeah, went we to China. To, yeah, Brian went to China. You know, he met with yeah. uh, President Xi, and uh, it was I, uh, it who, went, what? President Xi. <laughs> yep, President of China. That's what, I thought that's why. You oh, went. that's oh, yeah. that's his legit name. Yeah, his name's Xi. 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 I think it's. I don't. It's. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm we're, not, I, we're not from China. We don't know exactly what's yeah. going on there. Yeah. So you he went to China. I went to Virginia. We we were we were busy. <laughs> I actually did go to Virginia. I have no idea what Brian was doing. I actually did go to China. Brian was uh, <laughs> Brian was attending wakes and funerals like for every weekend for the last month. People are dropping. Not their- every, not every weekend, but from the time that we podcast from now until uh, from now until our last podcast, I did have to attend two of them. <laughs> so, so I mean, like, there's life. Life has happened. Like, usually, like, if I know we're going to be out for a specific amount of time, I'll be like, "Hey, guys, you know, you you, you may not hear from us for a while." So, yeah, I mean, there was just there was there's. You going down to uh, Virginia? There was Twice. parties. There's uh, awakes. There's uh, you know. There's that's just stuff kept happening. It just stuff, happened. Stuff happens, and and stuff is going to continue to happen. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully, if it doesn't, we die. <laughs> My metabolism is stopped. Um, but um, yeah. So, in case we don't podcast for another couple of weeks longer than usual, <laughs> I'm moving to Virginia. I mean, I hope we can podcast in two weeks. Got my fingers. I, so, I got my fingers and eyes crossed because I will still be in the state two weeks from today. But um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But that—that's the plan. Two weeks from today, and then hopefully two weeks from from then. But if there nope. if yeah. there if there is another gap, it's because I'm moving to Virginia. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. And moving to Virginia. So uh, that's my personal news out of the way and news that affects, you know, the podcast in general. So let's uh, move into Grizzly Bear sex. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's 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 the obvious the segue. Next, the next, that's uh, the obvious segue. segue from my life to, to cocaine bear sex. No, cocaine bear. He's dead. <laughs> oh, no. Poor cocaine bear. Well, cocaine bear had children. So cocaine bear did have sex at some point. That is true. So, as many of, uh, well, as many as David knows, and I know, we're big fans of Divinity, and Divinity has got a new game coming out, Baldur's Gate Three, and they showed that you can be a grizzly bear and have sex with somebody. So, you know, 
Is I'm that ready. the player character, or, or, or was that an NPC? I, I don't know. But I think, like, I, think, it's I, I think the guy with the swish in his hair uh, that was on his back, uh, I think that was, like, he's one of the characters on the box. I didn't recognize the other guy. Oh, oh on the... The other guy was a bear. Yeah, the other guy, well, he turned into a bear. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> that is the number one priority, That's, but I, I it so, seems like you might have to play a druid to make that happen, and so, I don't feel, I don't think I'm going to be doing that, so, you know, who knows? Yeah, so so Brian uh, was struggling to find his class, and, w- and when he saw that trailer, he's like, darn it, I must be this. Damn it. This doesn't, this doesn't align with my values, but I must find the grizzly bear. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was the the natural segue. Uh, the one thing that you wanted to talk about because you're pretty pumped about this is Starfield, man. We both watched the seven hour Starfield direct where they just spouted off a bunch of buzzwords. It's like <laughs> this is gonna be this, 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 and this. Collectors, and then edition. we all listened to it, and everybody said, "Oh yeah, this does look cool." And here we are. Here How we do are. you feel about uh, Starfield, David? Because so- we actually, even though it's been a month, we haven't really talk too much about thoughts on starfield i don't think well it's you know we're keeping we're keeping our our you know our, our friendship sort of like standards like we will talk about things that interest us together off 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 air but like stuff we know we're gonna podcast on we don't like get as deep into uh yeah generally that's what happens that's, that's just kind of how, how our life goes so uh starfield so <laughs> it was a 45 five-ish minute um you know deep dive this dis- display and it was kind of boring like it it, it, took, it took like 30 it like it, it took half of it before they really started to kind of get into it um todd didn't talk as much as i hoped you would Todd, with well, you his, just want to listen to him talk. What, Todd, what do you want Todd, from him? Todd with a silver tongue and and his sweet little his sweet little eyes. I I think going on here? I, I think part of what made uh, the star the Starfield Direct not as exciting for me is because they had all, all the other game devs talk about it and they looked tired. As hell. They probably are. They probably they are, are they've tired. Working, they, they've been working on Starfield for such a long <laughs> they've time. They've been working eighteen-hour like, days for four it's, years. It's like it feels like they're like there's a gun off. It feels like there's a gun off screen, and they're like they're having to talk about it. But they're so tired. They, that's as much energy as they can muster up. Although I did like the lady who was the sandwich thief. I'm like, oh man, Brian, that's your kind of gameplay, <laughs> sandwich thieving. She was like a psychopath. She was just wasn't she the one that was just like I want to kill everybody. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to I'm going to jump on everyone's ship and then I'm going to steal everyone's sandwiches and I want to pile them up. Um, I thought that yeah. that was probably the most amusing uh, part of of the trailer. She's um, new. She she just started working on the game. <laughs> <laughs> She's just testing it. She 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 must be new. She was like the probably the most high energy person other than than Todd Todd Howard. Um. I mean, it, the game looks good. I, I'm not saying the presentation looked bad from like what they were showing. I, I'm excited to, to play the game. That hasn't changed. Um, it's just the presentation itself was lacking some energy because I think those devs are just like worked into the are worked into the ground. The game was supposed to launch over like almost a year ago. <laughs> at this point, 
So, yeah. So they were like they were like expecting to have like a break and stuff like that, and they've been working on the game for an additional year. So like they look tired, and I'm not sure if it was the best strategy to have these tired people who are just exhausted. Uh, I just I, want I, to. Ha- I want the game. I want the release of the one that was supposed to come out like last year. I want the release of Redfall that was supposed to be out a year ago, since the version <laughs> that just came out is like. Basically, basically pre-alpha yeah it's basically pre-alpha so i'm like what 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 did they have before just stick figures running around like <laughs> we don't know we're gonna have to we want the the instead of the snyder cut we need the bethesda cut or whoever <laughs> arcade cut. oh i guess it's the microsoft cut now since microsoft owns owns them all that is true that is true we're gonna need the microsoft cut i will say my here's my take on starfield it looks fine but I don't like the way that the Bethesda office looks. So zero out of ten would not want to work there. <laughs> zero out of ten do not want to work at. Uh... It looks like you're in like an insane asylum. It's like all the walls were white, and it, they have like those. The, there was like panels where it looks like uh, you're like in a spaceship, but it really is the same type of panels that you'd be in like an insane asylum. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's, it's it's probably to keep them safe because they're overworked. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's. <laughs> They're just all overworked. They had to put insane asylum padding up on the walls <laughs> so they don't hurt themselves. Well, I mean, game de- development's brutal. I mean, like, they they have crunch and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know if Bethesda practices crunch, uh, but in general... Every every company... Has, I, that's, such a, that, that's such a dumb argument. I get it. They have crunch. We don't want crunch. But what company outside of game development still doesn't have crunch? I still gotta get stuff done by certain dates and stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe game development really is the only one that has crunch, and I just am pretending I don't have any. Oh, game but, development, instead of like working 40 hours a week, they make you work 80 hours a week, they make you sleep on your desk at gunpoint, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to do that. But I guess that's what... You think Todd is working that hard? Do you think he like shows up for his cool 40 and then leaves... I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Either that, or he's just like high on cocaine there the entire time because he is always when he's on camera or when he's on stage. Which also he's on camera because that's for E three and not E three now and whatnot. Um, he's always like there and like very there and like yeah, but he's tell, like right. He's he's been doing this for a long time. He knows what he has to do. Tell it's me, not, he's 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 the, he's the Steve Jobs of Bethesda. He's like the showman. He's. Really, yeah. he's really good at it, which is why I like well, yeah. I, I like hearing him talk because you know it's like uh, and his sweet eyes. Don't, apparently, don't trust his lies. He lies to you sixteen times the detail, sixteen times the lies <laughs> multiplied. Everything he said about this game is just multiplied by a lie. It's probably why he didn't talk as much. So you can't, you know, you can't you know, multiply his his lies. Realistically, there's going to be two planets that are populated with stuff, and it's all going to like barely work. That's what Starfield's going to be. All the other plants are empty, and you're going to need a modder to uh, fix them. That's what's going to happen. Well, because Microsoft made them delay it, uh, people are saying this is going to be the most polished Bethesda game at launch. So, I guess... It'll be the first one. The first one that's had (laughs) any polish at launch. So, that'll be... That'll be interesting. So, this one's not supposed to have any bugs, right? No bugs. Oh no! It, it'll it'll have bugs. It just won't have as many. I didn't know. I thought I've I've heard of like Blizzard polish. I haven't heard of Bethesda polish before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, but uh, 
Oh, that's what I mean. Like Bethesda doesn't usually polish their games, but since Microsoft made them delayed a year, I guess they've had no choice but to try to polish it. Who knows? That's what they did. For maybe, maybe not. Maybe I, I have no idea. We will find out when we play the game. I'm excited about it, but um, I'm, I'm trying to brace myself. I mean, in a, in, a, in, a, in an ideal world, I would like the game to be better than Fallout Four, but. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. The game is their games have been trending downward in and as far as overall enjoyability cuz Fallout 3 was pretty good, it had a rough ending. Fallout 4 wasn't as good a story, but they had a lot of fun gameplay systems which kind of made mm-hmm. up for the story being bad and then Fallout 76 is just like it was the best one. What? No, it was not. Yeah, it was, it was the best one. It was bad. You put a lot of time into that one. I think I've got less than 5 hours in it. Exactly. A lot of time. So, David, there's just two other things we got to bring up real quick mm-hmm. because, you know, I I did like the Wonka trailer that just came out with um, Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides is actually going to be, he's not actually playing Wonka, he's playing Paul Atreides in the <laughs> Wonka trailer. So his jihad is to kill people with candy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I really like the trailer. I'm not even. I'm, I don't know what I, I don't know what anybody else thinks about it, but I really enjoyed it a lot. And I'm. I want a reboot. I guess apparently. I don't know. I didn't. That that's not something I thought. I, I would say. I think it's a prequel to the original Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. Because oh, really. Well, yeah. Because I mean, the uh, Oompa Loompa guy, Hugh Laurie. Oh, yeah. He, he looked a lot more like the original Oompa Loompas from the original one, and he was doing, I think, the same dance. As the one from the original, so I think this is a prequel to the Gene Wilder. You know film. the Wonka lore. You seem like you're into this Wonka lore. <laughs> I, I I'm not. I just uh, I refuse to watch Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka because he looks super creepy. <laughs> I never you're the Wonka lore, man. I, I never I never watched it. Um, I've seen the original many times, and I enjoyed the original. So I'm hoping. <clears throat> That this is just a prequel. To, I mean, it's it looks like it's a prequel to it. I haven't I haven't read anything about it, and this is just I haven't me. either. I watched the trailer. This is from you watching the trailer. It seems like it's a prequel to the Gene Wilder uh, Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory, and not the prequel to the Johnny Depp one. Maybe I'm well, wrong. Uh, I'm excited for it. I want to see it. That's yeah. all I'll say about that. Yeah, I want to. The see other it uh, the other trailer is apparently Napoleon. That we're both like, yeah, sure, let's watch this trailer. I don't know. I think Napoleon's cool. I don't know. If, I don't know what the the people's take is on Napoleon either, but he's cool, I guess. It's from Ridley Scott from Gladiator, and and, and it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. And like whenever he's got the the laurel leaves around his head in the trailer, I'm like, oh, that looks like Gladiator. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's going. It's a prequel to Gladiator, or no, yeah, it's no. a prequel to Gladiator. No, it would have to take place after Gladiator. <laughs> it takes place after Gladiator. Well, I guess that's true. It does, I didn't. I didn't think of that uh, that connection at first. But it, it pretty much is. It's the same guy, same head thing. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, faked, he faked his death in Gladiator, and he went to France, after. and then survived a couple more years, and then did the whole thing over again. And then he went to he went to high school and became Napoleon Dynamite. So it's just, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just. There's a big stretch of imagination there you got to do, but you know, as long as you're on board with us, you're good to go. So he went from Rome to uh, to France to California. Next one's gonna be like, what's that? Like Australia? What happened in Australia? I think there was a fight with like emus or something. The Great Emu War. The Great Emu War. Yeah, it definitely was. 
Yeah, so he's gonna. That's the next movie. And then the Great Sloth War. I don't haven't heard about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, the Flash. I've we we both saw this movie uh, together, and then before you saw it, I got I got roped into seeing it with you again because I already saw the movie. Well, I was okay. Do you want to go? Oh, I did see it twice. <laughs> it was really funny. So I hadn't seen it. Brian had already seen it because he wanted to like, do like a day one viewing, and I I waited a little bit to see it because I didn't think we'd be able to podcast on it as, uh, soon. And and I was right. It's it's been a month. This is an old <laughs> movie now. It's already cratered in the box office. It didn't do as well as anyone was hoping it would. Uh, <laughs> it has cratered. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Hey, Brian, do you want to go watch The Flash with me? He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and then I was like, well, hey, you don't have to go see it with me. I'm just offering. He's like, okay, I'll go see it with you. I'm like, I'm not bending your arm, dude. You don't have to go see it. He's like, no, you, you were going to kill me. You were going to kill me. He's like, okay, I'll go see it with you. I'm like, you don't have to see it if you hated the movie. You don't have to go see it again. But Brian did go see the movie with me. Yep. And uh, it was a treat. It was yeah, it was it was a real treat. So Brian, since you saw this movie two times more than I saw it, that's true. Uh, can I multiply? Can I multiply my score? You multiply because <laughs> I seen it twice. Can I rate it like individually each time and then multiply it? Well, that was a joke we <laughs> we said in the movie theater before the movie started. Did no, we really? You cannot, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, in the movie theater before it starts, you're, you're like, I got to give this movie a ten now because I, I was gonna give. You said you were gonna give it a five, and it, you said you saw it twice. You can add the scores together and give it a ten. That's what you're. That's what you were saying in the movie theater. So, Brian, is this a five so, or, or is it a ten? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with an asterisk here. I'm gonna give it a ten because I'm gonna give it a, <laughs> twice. I'm gonna give it a five each time. So, really, a five. But I did see if I went to go see the movie another time, it would be a fifteen. So, you know, it's pretty high. It would break through the scale. Yeah, it would break through the scale if I see it a third time. Thank God, though, we won't have to deal with that because I'm not going to see this movie again. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll give give it like a five. It was, you know, I waited eight years to see this movie and this is the best we got. Everybody said it was going to be, this is like the greatest DC movie ever created. And, uh, you know, it turns out this is not the greatest DC movie ever created. Did, did did James Gunn call Scientology to blackmail Tom Cruise for something? Because they got Tom Cruise to say this is the best superhero movie ever, and then James Tom Gunn. Said it? He, I think Tom Cruise. I think he got Tom Cruise to say it. He was like, "Well, this is like my, like lots of people said this was like one of the best superhero. Like, why? Why? I know like, what, like, what, what were people seeing? Who, who coerced them? Did they get the Snyder cut? But and and we and we did and we got like whatever the James Gunn cut. Like, what happened? What happened here? Why are people saying this movie is is, is great? And I, I don't understand. I've got to give it like a. You okay. liked it more than I did. I'm going to give it a six. Whoa. Okay. I'll give it That's a six. High. Like, you know, like everyone said it was going to be a terrible movie. So I went in with rock bottom. Expectations. Nobody said it was going to be a terrible movie. Everybody said it was going to be a great movie. Well, I didn't believe I didn't believe them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did not believe anyone who said this movie was going to be great because the game the movie this movie was in development before Brian and I met. That is true. Brian and I talked about this movie ad nauseum 
Because <laughs> I like the Flash. At our first job together. And I'm just like, I just don't think it's going to be any good. Any good. Man, we've been like, talking about this for almost 10 years. We've been talking about this movie <laughs> as long as we've known each other. Oh, man. And here we are. It finally came out. It finally came out. And it it was it was not great. It's like, why would you... Put a baby in a microwave? No, I, I, that actually makes sense. That tracks. Oh, that is, all right. That's the part. That's not the, micro- the confusing. The part. microwave wasn't plugged in. It's fine. Okay. It's, okay, like, it's, gotcha. like, it's, like, it's just like a crib when it's not plugged in. The CGI was your favorite part then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, gotcha. Hasbro Miller's personal life was your favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, that had to be. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, okay. No, I, I, no, the, the two seconds of Gal Gadot is the best part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not still sure. Like, so there's the opening sequence where um, where they're, they're like, saving a hospital or whatever, and Batman's riding around on his motorcycle. I'm not convinced Ben Affleck is actually in this movie. I feel like they just he just ADR'd some lines and they got another guy to play Batman. I don't think he's in the movie. I think it was an all-CG Oh, the only time yeah. he was actually in the movie is when he's leaning against his car talking to Barry out of the Batsuit. Yeah, I'm saying that when was... he's in the Batsuit. Oh, that was from I don't LCG. Think he... I did, yeah, I, I don't think he's actually there. I appreciated that it was like classic Batman colors, like the blue and the gray. I thought that was a pretty cool like, That's nod, what did for you, huh? a, a nod to old school Batman. How many, it was just... how many points was that? How many Did you add points on for that? or just No, no, no. I'm, I'm... I'm just saying things things I appreciated about the movie. That oh, was okay. that was one of the things I appreciated ab- about the film. Um, and uh, honestly, the Batman CGI is some of the best CGI in the film. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman CGI at the beginning of the, what, of the movie. What went wrong with the CGI? Because obviously, we're not the only ones that have pointed this out yet. Or yeah, I'm sure people have already talked about this to death. I'm not up to date on like how it actually tracked. I watched the Flash movie, and then you and I talked about it in the parking lot after, and then I left, and that was the last time the Flash has come out of my mouth since this podcast. <laughs> so, um, it's like it's like, it's like you, f- you feel shame for being a, a Flash fan after this film. It's like feel, I'm not, it's like the film's uh, making the me Flash. not be a Flash fan anymore. <laughs> I am no longer a fan of the Flash. Thank you very much. But um, I, I forgot what I was saying now because I <laughs> this Flash movie, man, it's messing with my brain. Well, so basically, the fundamental problem with the Flash movie is the same problem this entire DCEU experiment had, where they didn't take the time. To build up the story, Flash. This is this is a squint really really hard, and it's kind of a Flashpoint movie. If you squint mm, yeah. really 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 hard till your eyes are closed, like this is, a- and then put on and then put on headphones and read the audiobook of <laughs> a, the <laughs> of Flashpoint. This movie yeah. is is the Flashpoint. Uh, and Flashpoint, like it, I, I said this. I'm not a big fan of the Flash, but I'd seen the TV show, and and they did Flashpoint season two or season three. Like they, they basically did their own Flashpoint, and I was like, why would you do the first Flash movie as Flashpoint? This should be like a second or third or fourth or fifth. This is like not a beginning 
set. And this has been the problem with the entire DCEU. It did work out for them, though. They did not. Oh, yes, it totally worked out. The movie cratered. And they killed all the characters. Well, they didn't kill all the characters. But, like, what I mean, like, all these characters aren't coming back to, like, you know, the new reboot stuff. So it's kind of like they killed off all the characters without. They're not dead. I don't know. Spoilers. Nobody really died. I don't know. <laughs> who, who, who who knows? It's it's just it's just it's just bizarre. But I, you're I, gonna part ways with Ezra Miller. I hope so. I gotta hope so. <laughs> I thought he played the Flash. You didn't think he was a good Flash? I thought he was fine. Uh he, he, he was fine. I I just don't like him that much. Ever since I saw him in the first Fantastic Beasts movie, I'm like. This guy's creepy. This is before I knew anything about his personal life. When I saw the first Fantastic Beast movie and saw him on screen, I was like, what's well, he's wrong? like an emo. Like, he was like an emo guy. I was in, like, what's wrong? The, I was like, what's wrong with him? And then, like, when he turned out to be like a child groomer and a child predator and kidnapped, then kids turned and, out like, in real life. <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah, that tracks. Because like when I my first impression of him when I saw him, I think the first time I ever saw him was in. That that Harry Potter spinoff film, I was like, "Ugh, what's wrong with that guy?" Like he just he gave me bad vibes the first time I saw him, and then and all of a sudden, like, "Oh, that tracks, that tracks, that tracks." Yeah, and then the fact that he's in the movie twice, so like the, it, this movie was, it's it. I have really mixed feelings about this about this film because like I, I wanted to give it better than a five. But- you did. I did. I gave it a six. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a whole, whole thing. Because the thing is, like, the movie wasn't a series of tick boxes. This movie wasn't tick boxes put the film. It wasn't like, you know, slamming a propaganda. <laughs> you know why? It's because this movie was being made before tick box movies were a thing. <laughs> Well, no, Force Awakens was a, was a tick box movie. This movie was in development before that. Uh, well, the Force Awakens came out before I was working there, so like it, it did. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Force Awakens came out when I was still at Yahoo. Okay, it was working its way into a modern audience. The tick box movies, yeah, the, for a modern audience, that is, is the, the the tick box trend. This movie isn't a tick box movie, so I had to give it more than a five for. Thank goodness for not being a tick box movie, but. Movies that aren't tick box movies can still be bad. They're just not <laughs> as bad. It's like tick tick box movies just automatically just get like really low scores. But this movie was bad on its own without being a tick box movie. So it's 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 weird. But yes, going back to what you're saying, the CGI in this film was awful, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> this so this movie's been in development for so long. There's just nothing we can do to save the boss. How 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 could you do? And and the their excuse, the director's excuse was so bad. Oh, it's the Flash's point of view. Um, movies aren't generally shot in first person. Uh, so what was it? Yeah, that is a pretty bad excuse. Um, so uh, the uh, point of view is the audience point of view in all movies, unless. There is a first-person point of view, and that only happens very rarely. Sometimes the movie will put you into the indie actors, and we'll do like the the the, the pan shot where like the camera switches side because it's trying to be the actor's eyes because they're in a state of panic or whatever. Or in 
the Doom movie, where there was a whole sequence in first person, which was kind of cool. But um, it, it felt like a it felt like a movie ride when you're in first person. Um, that's fine. That that is when you're in the character's POV. But when you're watching a movie, you're you're watching from a third person perspective. Ninety nine point nine percent of the in the time in movies. So you're just making stuff up. How long do you think it took Ezra Miller to develop the Flash run? Uh, I, I think he, I think he did it once, and um, <laughs> that was, I think that was his first instinct, and and the, that was his first try. And the director told him, and the director didn't say no. The director should have said no. He ran really weird. I don't understand, like what was going on there. I like, don't... the Flash doesn't need to run in a weird way to go fast. That's not what makes him go fast, is running in a weird way. Well, the fact that he takes, like, 15 minutes to pose, he's, like, to to get into the... the and, like, and the thing was that he wasn't doing it super fast, because the girl started screaming, Oh my god, you're the Flash! Um, He's taking his time. Which is He was weird. looking for food. Which is weird, because he... He, he was taking his time, but he still made it back before the guy finished his sandwich. Even though he took, like, minutes to pose for the girl and then got interrupted to have to speak to her for a second. And then he did everything else he did running across. Well, that's because he's so fast. That it, it, it didn't take any time because he's, he's so fast. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, when you, when you make a movie, right, uh, and then you set up, like, the hero has a weakness, right? And the weakness is he needs food to keep going. That's... When you set something up at the beginning of a movie, you expect that to pay off at the end of a movie. We call that a Chekhov's gun. What? Is, what is the heck is going to be the pay? He doesn't need to eat anymore. What, what is the payoff to that? Well, no, 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 no not, not the payoff. It, it should come back at the end of the movie. Like, oh. like, like, like it should like come up again. Where like he needs to eat something like that. But somehow, alternate Flash that doesn't that hasn't discovered he needs to eat yet can. Time travel run ad nauseum for 50 years and never need to eat a bite. No, he's good. It's he, like, he's it's like, it's like you, it's it, it just like, like, why would you set up that he needs to eat at the beginning of the movie and it never comes up ever again in the film? It's not, it doesn't, it has zero payoff. The, it, was just, it was just for the opening sequence. Yeah, but like, yeah. Usually, That's what's bothering you? That's the point? This is the sticking point for you? Is, like, he needed to eat more? Well, no, it's, like, why Like why bring it, like, it's, like, I, no, he didn't need to eat more. Like, if you, when you introduce a Chekhov's gun, a Chekhov's gun should come back at the end of the movie. Like, this is a Chekhov's gun scenario, or, like, something came out, okay, so. Is that entertaining, needs- though? You want to see that? Well, it's it, you want to see like in they're they're in the the middle of the war that's going on at the end of the movie with uh, Zod and all that. I mean, you're like, dang, I need to eat a pancake. That's not very. That's like takes away from the excitement. Well, then don't introduce it at the beginning of the movie. I'm not saying it needed to be there at the end of the movie. I'm saying if you set it up at the beginning, there should be some sort of payoff for that. And that's that's the Chekhov's gun. Like when you introduce something and then it comes back up again, it's like, oh yeah, there was that thing at the beginning. And like it, it never, 
like, yeah. just don't do it at the beginning, and then you don't have to worry about bringing it up later because you're you're breaking the you're breaking the lore of your own film when he's like, oh, I'm too tired, I can't I can't keep up the speed force, and it was like he apparently ate the day before, right? Yeah, but the other Flash can just time travel at nauseum for hundreds of years and get old and never need to eat a bite. Like you're, no. you're, you're. Well, because he was, he was in the time loop. So, yeah, he was in a time loop. Then he should speed name. force. It was speed force, man. Yeah. That's what that's what but happens he, with uh, anytime anybody has any questions about the Flash and like how's this working or why is it working this way. The answer is always the speed force. Speed, but but he, speed he, force fed him. He needs to eat to enter the speed force. No, speed force fed him when he was there. He was eating. Speed force gave him the energy he needed. So that's was he, just how it is. Oh, is that why the worlds were colliding? Was he just eating these other Batman's and other Superman? He just he just <laughs> he just ate them, and that's why I mean, the worlds are colliding. He was, he was doing that for like seventy years or something like that. I mean, he turned into an old guy. So maybe one of the worlds he went and got food. And just didn't show it. It never came up. <laughs> it did. It didn't need to come up. One the thing. Don't, what, what, was your, what was your funniest? Did you? There was a couple jokes that did land for uh, me. Do you have one that came out in mind for in particular? Because I have one. Ryan, I only laughed once in the entire film. We're getting that. We're not there yet. <laughs> I guess we'll be there after this. So that when the new berry because there's two berries one of them is like his previous self and then one of them is like the actual berry berry yes when the when the new berry gets the powers and he like vibrates through the floor i got a kick out of that oh when he was, was naked, when, when when he was naked and fell through in the lake yeah, yeah, like, through the floor i got screaming. i got a, i got a good chuckle out of that one uh, for you though, you you laughed at the end of the movie. What I laughed once, and it was the yes. very, the very, very end. It was of the, the very movie. end of the movie when they're just showing random characters because why the heck not? And George Clooney gets out of the. Uh, Barry thinks the he's talking to Ben Affleck, Batman. But he's talking to George Clooney, and then George Clooney gets out of the car, and that's the that's the one time in the movie I laughed because you were laughing pretty good at that. <laughs> we had Mister Batnipples himself, George Clooney. Yeah, I don't know why he that they, they what what call was it? They're like, hey, Mister Mister Clooney, do you want to like come get out of a car and pretend you're Batman? Okay, sounds good. I think they asked Christian Bale to be in the movie, and he said no. So. He's too good of an actor to say he, he, that's not something he would say yes to. He's like a, he's like he he cares about what he's doing. I think more than well, I guess George, does George Clooney. What happened to this guy? He hasn't been in like has he been in movies? Did he go back to ER? Who knows? He's probably been in movies. We just don't know about him. Uh, he he was in um the movie with Sandra Bullock, Gravity. That's the last time. Yeah, I that was a, that's the last that time was, I remember. That was him. that wasn't like last year. That was <laughs> that was like. At least eight years ago. It's it's been a bit. I I don't remember. Um, but yeah, but was that like the last movie he was like in? That's that the last time I saw him. I have no idea what what else he's been in. Since. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of anything. Yeah, there's. I got nothing. Um. So and one thing that did bother me though was one of the. I don't know which berry it was, but his laugh. The berry. The one of the berries laugh. In the uh, movie, was like, uh, 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 like he was like a, like a bro laugh that bothered me. Those are the two things that bothered me about it. Was, him. It was it was young Barry. It just he was just annoying. <laughs> yeah, it was just annoying. I did like uh, Kara. 
Carl was, was great. Uh, I, I really, was great. I was. Scared. I want to see more of her. I was scared she was going to be the tick box, like just girl boss, just like amazing at everything, and and well, and, and she she had flaws. She was a little bit upset about you know the state of the world, she, and and she got she got killed like multiple times, and it was like, oh man, that's rough. Yeah, she was not. She was definitely <clears throat> not a tick box. But to be fair, uh, most Superman like character esque people are just tick boxes. Superman's a tick box. He always has been. So she normally is because this uh, they like butchered Flashpoint so much that it's like. They, she became an uncheck box because they butchered <laughs> Flashpoint. Like even in the um, there's like you know how many Flash villains there are. There's probably hundreds of them because the Flash has been going on for like a hundred years almost. But uh, the villain that well the Barry that was like turning into like this this Death Flash where he kept going through the the loops. That's a made up character for the movie. That wasn't even from the comic books. That's just uh, they just made him up. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like like I said, you gotta squint super hard to imagine this like, is flash. But it, it's trying to be Flashpoint. Then why didn't they make Flashpoint? Uh like we never even saw. Like the Reverse Flash is technically should be in the movie because he's the one that kills Barry's mother. But we he just they never show anything about the Reverse Flash at all. No, he's, he's the one that like pretty much starts Flashpoint. Yeah, essentially. I mean, yeah. Barry starts it, but like you know, it's the flat. The reverse flash is kind of the one that gets it going. Yeah, because if he didn't do what he did, Barry would have done what he did. That's the that's the whole point. It's it's. It, it the, makes no. Sense. It makes no. It's why <laughs> this movie's broken. Like you, you don't start off a flashpoint. You got to start because this movie had the strange task of being of trying to be flashpoint. And trying to be the Flash origin film, even though we've already seen him in Justice League. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's just <laughs> like the movie was never going to be good because DC started on the wrong foot. Oh, DC jumped to Justice League after what two mo- introduced a- after what two movies <clears throat> before really introducing. Anything. Well, that was. was, Did Wonder Woman come out before or after that Batman vs Superman movie or whatever? I think it was. He was was her first appearance in Batman vs Superman before Wonder Woman came out. Yes, and and Jason Momoa's uh, Aquaman was also like it was like this clips like uh they oh yeah yeah that's right they they, they had like a a Batman had a file for metahumans and like you saw you saw Gal Gadot you saw. Uh, I think Cyborg for a second. You saw the Flash for a second. Yeah. You saw Aquaman for like, so you saw like all the people that were in Justice League. So they set him up as like like in a file in Batman's computer, and that was like. I think Gal Gadot like actually runs into them in Batman or Superman. Like she goes to the Gallo or Bruce's or something or other. Well, she's in the movie. Yeah. She does go to the Gallo, but she's in the movie fighting whatever Doomsday. I think it was Doomsday. That was the name of the bad guy. I don't remember. Who knows. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The DC, the DCEU is so unmemorable, except for the fact they they just did everything wrong. They 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 tried to jump to to Avengers. They should have done a solo Batman movie, a solo Flash movie, solo Aquaman movie. So and then 
you do the team up movie. That's what worked for Marvel, and that's and um, they have Robert Pattinson's Batman that they were just like, eh, he's not part of the DC. Yeah, DC, like, he's his own thing. DC just it just has no focus. They're like a schizophrenic kid with like who's got ADHD. Is like <laughs> they just they, <laughs> they, don't, they they don't know. And then I think a lot of I don't know if Ezra Miller's personal conduct is specifically what tanked this movie. I'm sure it didn't help, but I think that it definitely didn't help. But I, if it was a good movie, people I, would have gone and seen it. I honestly think the biggest contribution to this movie, uh, just not doing well, is the fact that James Gunn came out and killed the DCU. months ago. He's like, "Oh yeah, the DCU's gone. Uh, the first real movie is going to be my Superman movie, and it's in development. I'm writing it now." Yeah. Even though, like, I think Blue Beetle is still technically gonna be in the new D- DC. It's just like we don't know. We don't know the answer to that. We don't know anything. Can you imagine like, this Aquaman movie that's coming out? This Aquaman movie. There's no shot this thing's gonna do good. <laughs> there's no shot this thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to go it's see it. It'll lose money. I don't know if the Flash made money or lost money, but Aquaman definitely is not gonna make money. The Flash. Almost definitely gonna lose money unless it somehow just sells gangbusters on like digital or whatever. It might do pretty good. On, it might do pretty good on digital. I could see it doing pretty good on digital. The oh. problem is people don't go to the theater because it's so expensive. Well, yeah, the, theater going to the movies is expensive. Oh well, yeah, I mean, the going to the movies is expensive. You know, the concessions don't get any cheaper. Like, those just keep well, going up. The and concessions up and up. have always the concessions have always been a lot of money, but the movie ticket itself, they're like pushing 20 bucks just to like go to see a like the normal style theater not like anything special not not 40x or the one where they spray with water <laughs> yeah yeah the water yeah, one yeah they gotta pay extra for the getting some water sprayed on you yeah it's the best part <laughs> so there there is uh there definitely is that problem but i i wish we could see more uh more supergirl cara danvers in it well, but I mean, I, there's, we, there's no reason why they just can't cast her in another thing she's young enough uh to be cool. to, to be uh, it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen <clears throat> i hope I'm so pretty sure I, I, gonna just gonna clean the slate man i i, I, I liked her i liked her a lot i i don't see why they couldn't yeah, it, it's not it's not gonna happen <laughs> you're not you're never gonna see her again yeah. she was she was probably my favorite character in the movie oh yeah i i would 100 percent agree with that i i liked her the most um i really liked seeing Michael Keaton as Batman as well. I liked how they explained the time travel in the, in the film. It was probably... Oh, again, they keep doing it. Well, Every movie keeps explaining the same thing over and over again. Well, the, they, they explain time travel differently in this film. It, yeah. It, did, it like, didn't... It was an interesting take on time travel. Because he, he explained it the way Doc Brown explained it. And he's like, no, no, no. This is not how time travel works there's like nexus points and then the parts where they overcross you can't really do anything about it and some things they run parallel i thought that was a really interesting way of explaining time travel um it was neat uh, although the time travel doesn't really make any sense uh in how the movie happens because the evil flash who's all metal is somehow already metal and kicks old flash out of the stream uh, even though not gonna get his powers. What? 
What are you talking about? Uh, metal Flash or New Flash? Metal, metal Flash. The one who all, all the metal chunks stuck in him. The evil oh, bad okay. Flash. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't ever gonna get his powers because Barry's intention was to run to the present. Barry did not intend to stop two years in the past or whatever it was. He was kicked out by past Flash or Metal Flash with all the metal stuck in his body. Uh, well, that Flash wouldn't have been created. I have no idea what you're saying. That Flash, the young Flash, the new Flash wouldn't be created unless yeah. Barry stopped in the time. But Barry wasn't planning on stopping in the time. The Metal Flash kicked him out of the bubble so that he would be in the time to create him. Got it. So his the Metal Flash's origin doesn't make any sense because he didn't originate till Barry stopped, but he wouldn't have stopped unless he kicked him out. The Metal Flash doesn't matter. It's just a made up character. Yeah, I know, but like the the, the, the setup for the film doesn't super like. I, I wish he would have just stopped a, a year or two on his own because then you you don't have oh, yeah. you don't you don't have the logical fallacy of the guy existing before he exists. David, my friend, there's so much more trouble like this. Like, there's so much more issues than like this time traveling not working out for you. There's name one, <laughs> one issue with the movie. Yeah, the CGI. We we already t- we already discussed the CGI. It, it, it was it was terrible throughout the entire film, except for the Batman. I mean, the Batman moments was still kind of not great, but the earlier Batman moments were. Some of the best. Michael, CGI Michael Keaton wasn't Bruce Wayne's dad. What? That's what I. That's what I wanted. I wanted Michael Keaton to be a different version of uh, Batman, where he was actually Batman's dad. Because in Flashpoint, uh, there is Batman. Dot Bruce Wayne dies, and Batman's replaced with his dad. I wanted that to happen. Oh, that no. didn't happen. Well, we knew it wasn't because it was going to be Michael Keaton's Batman. That was the that was the yeah, whole we, that was the whole draw of the movie. I was, I was hoping they were going to like do a switch and bait and be like, actually, he's Arthur Wayne or whatever the heck. I think it's Arthur Thomas Wayne Thomas Wayne. What, Thomas Wayne. Yeah, I was hoping that they were just like, I'm Thomas. They yeah, gonna, that that was though. that was the whole draw of the film. Like, because I was probably going to skip the movie, and then they showed. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Really? Bat- that's what did it for you? Yeah, that's that is a lot of the reason I went to go see the movie because I really like. Well, you were going to have to see it because I was going to force you to podcast on this, so you didn't have a choice. Oh, that, that's <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> but like, if if we're up to me, and if we weren't podcasting on it, I personally would have skipped the film. Michael Keaton's Batman is is what made me kind of it's excited okay. to go see it. Yes. Well. um... The movie had some some funny moments, not for you, but I thought some of them were entertaining. Uh, the story was pretty bad. The uh, acting was okay, and the CGI was some of the worst I've I think I've seen for a movie. It is the worst I've seen for a budget of like five hundred million dollars. Yeah, I don't know where the money. I, I don't know where the money went. I wouldn't recommend going to see this movie. Oh, I absolutely would not recommend. I don't even. I wouldn't even go. Don't rent it or anything. Just don't watch it. (laughs) It it doesn't matter. I mean, James Gunn came out and just said none of the movies coming out until my movie comes out matter. So, So, like, I like why would you? I mean, 
I just I don't understand the strategy. Like, you're, you're, well, he probably doesn't care about these movies either. To be fair, because they're not his or anything. Well, I, sure, I understand that, but like, I would the studio, the, the studio mm-hmm. though, like it, it, the studio, yeah. the studio's got to know that announcement he was going to make. Like, I don't know if he did it on his own without the studio's approval. I oh, he, they had to get his approval. I'm sure they had to get their approval. But from the from James Gunn's perspective, I think it worked out for him. Because he's gonna want to, he's gonna want to make sure people know that he's distancing himself from these movies because he knows they're gonna be bad. I'm sure he knows they're not gonna do good. <laughs> Except for the fact that he's like, the Flash is the best superhero movie I've ever seen in my life, and I'm like, dude, Guardians One is a better superhero movie than this. By well, leaps. Well, Guardians. Wait, you don't like Guardians One? I said Guardians One is a much better movie than this by leaps and bounds. Oh, for sure. Wait, then Flash. Yes, it's way better than the oh, Flash. Oh, way, it's way better. <laughs> I understand. That's what I'm saying. Like the fact that James Gunn, the guy that brought us Guardians of the Galaxy one, which is probably one of my favorite Marvel films, it's in the top. that movie pretty much changed how Marvel does movies. It's in my top five. Yeah, probably of Marvel films. The fact that he, this guy who made that movie is like, oh yeah, the Flash is definitely one of the best superheroes. Like it's just like. Don't lie to me. <laughs> How much if he had to get paid or something? There's no way he thinks is like there. He was on like if there's a James Gunn interview or something. I like watching him because I do like I find like what his interest and stuff. I I also have similar interests to him. So the things he like says like in his interviews and stuff, it's like it sounds cool. It sounds like you know this is something that people should keep an eye on or whatever is because it's something he likes. But that is weird that he would like he had to take money or something. There's no way he actually thinks this is a good movie. There's just no way. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's like like T- Todd Howard lies in a special way where it's like you kind of know he's lying, but but you, you can tell he's being genuine. James Gunn is like this lie was just so like it's the it's a it, good it, way. It was, maybe maybe we're like messing up with what he actually said. No, I th- he he said it was like one of the best films he'd ever seen, like or one of the best superhero movies he'd ever seen. It was like, he was something to that fact, and I'm like, you're you're just. Tr- I I think he said that because I'm not, I I feel like I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> my my projection is that he said that so that people would go see it because he knew people were he knew his announcements going to tank the budgets. So I think oh, I, I think him saying that. Is just a lie to try to get people to go see it. Um, so, yeah, it so, the, so the budget didn't tank as bad as his announcement was going to make it. It doesn't matter what you say. Once you come out and say all the movies that are about to come out don't matter until my movie comes out, you've you've automatically just killed excitement for these movies. Yeah, it's just they should they, they should have just canceled them outright like they did with Batgirl. There's, there's no point. Like if, if well, then didn't Batgirl get like people, people yeah. just like gave up on Batgirl because the people that were it was being like reviewed like internally or whatever, and people were just like, this is absolutely terrible. Well, it was, it was a tick, it, from what I understand, Batgirl was going to be a tick box movie, a very, very hard tick box movie. So they just, they just canceled it. Um, I guess, yeah. the, I guess the Flash, Aquaman, and Blue Beetle aren't tick box movies, so they didn't cancel it cancel them because they're not tick box movies but just just cancel them like if they don't matter 
Just get rid of them? Just get rid of them. Because, I mean, the thing is, you know, movie budgets aren't just the, the cost of making the movie. They they spend, like, a half to a third of the budget, or numbers I keep seeing online, advertising sure. the film. And so you're... Your you know your two hundred fifty million dollar movie turns into you know three hundred seventy five million dollars just from advertising, and if the movie's more, then the advertising is still adding you know hundred hundred fifty hundred twenty five million onto, which just blows my mind that just the cost of advertising is like half or a third of the film. That blows my mind, and the the fact just like. Why spend? You're gonna spend more money advertising than, than these movies are gonna <laughs> make. Gonna make. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the the advertising is not even factored into the budget. Sometimes it they is. don't. Sometimes. They they yeah. the budget of the film is a separate number, but the, there's a marketing budget that's not in that in that stat, which yeah. pe- people keep throwing around. I see it all all the time lately on the internet with these movies bombing lately. Uh, people are saying that the budgeting. I don't. I mean, it's not for me. I'm not. I'm just quoting what I what I hear from other people online that it, budgeting is like for marketing is about half or a solid chunk of cost of the film that you add on top of the cost that they report. Generally, so, yeah. So these are so like, like these movies aren't making any money. Like why? Like, I, I, <laughs> they're not making back their base cost. So why even put them out? It, like it's going to cost more money to advertise these movies than they're probably going to make. Like just stop advertising them and don't put them out. Like pull the rug, even if they are tick box movies. If they don't matter to what James Gunn is setting up for the future of, of DC films, no one wants yeah. to see that. I, I, I have, I, I mean, like you know, like I don't want to see any more DC movies until his movie comes out. Like Aquaman one was okay. I don't want to see Aquaman I have, two at all. I, have zero... I don't know exactly what's coming out. I don't. I mean. Yeah, I don't think I want to see anything till Superman either. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything that's coming out though besides Aquaman and Blue, Blue Beetle. Yeah, if uh, Blue Beetle gets like good reviews, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'll go, maybe I'll go see it because I don't know much about Blue Beetle. I, so I you know, know be, I know nothing yeah. about Blue Beetle, but the, exactly the, the the fact that and and I knew nothing about Shazam, and I saw the first Shazam, and it was it was fine. It was pretty good. I mean, I didn't know anything about it, but Shazam two just didn't look good, and the fact that they. They said it was it was dead. You know, it just I have no interest in seeing something that's not going to continue. You ready for the hot take? Yeah, go ahead. Flash is better than the past like four MCU movies besides Guardians three. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that, that's that's not even a hot take because the entire Phase Four was was a tick. They were all tick box films. Granted, we didn't see well the ones I've seen. The, it, this one's better than the ones I've seen because you and I are starting to fall behind now. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. After what was the last one we saw? Thor. Did we see Thor? Yeah, I think that was the last one we saw. That was the last one we saw, and the last one we talked yeah. about. I think I will say, uh, anybody uh, go watch Spider Verse. That's a good Marvel movie. Spider, those Spider Verse movies are insane. But yeah, the Flash man. Um, it's not good. So, one thing I wanted to bring up before we do close is superhero fatigue. Oh, the the age old topic. The age old topic: superhero fatigue. Is yes. superhero fatigue a thing? What is no. your, what is your take? I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. 
I think I it's think so. I think it's crap movie fatigue. I think it's, I think it, I it's think, tick box fatigue. Yeah, I think it's making bad movies, and then on top of the price it is to see these movies. I think that's what it is because it really like I I'm like in a you know there's there most the most people are living paycheck to paycheck right mm-hmm. they can't afford to go to the movies so they can't see any of these movies in the first place and on top of that why risk paying twenty dollars to go see a movie when it's not good <laughs> like I I go see movies a lot but I also have the luxury to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So and I don't like any of the movies I go see in the first place. So <laughs> why would somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck be like, okay, I'm gonna go spend twenty bucks on going to see Chang Chi, or and uh, then or if they're married and have kids, a hundred yeah, it's just not a, it's just not affordable. A hundred or more dollars to go see a movie when you can rent, yeah exactly when yeah, you can, a family of four go sees Flash, it's over a hundred dollars, and you can <laughs> you can rent something off of Amazon for five bucks. Yeah, or just. Use your Netflix subscription that everybody says or, they have. Or you could go buy a physical movie from Walmart or Target for 20 In a bargain bit. Or, le- or, or less. Or it would already be good. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're, yeah, it's, it, it, the economics of going to see films is, is just getting, is getting out you of hand. Yeah, figure out. Is getting out there of hand. There was an interview uh, with Steven Spielberg, uh, I, like, 2010. And he was saying, like, he's like, if we continue on this, like, it's going to take, he was like, it's going to take, like, five huge big budget movies that are all going to bomb. And then out of nowhere, it's just going to be unaffordable to go to the theaters. Exactly what Steven Spielberg said in, like, 2010 is what's happening right now. He's like, he, like, pointed out the, the price of the tickets, the quality of the movies, how the movies are going to be written. He knew, he saw it all coming. Which is crazy. I guess he was. I guess. Oh, he's Steve in. Spielberg he's he's, he's, he's about, in but. the. He's in the business. But I mean, like, yeah, like tick box movies are just not financially sound decisions. Just everything Disney's yeah. put out has been awful. Indiana, well, I think like, Indiana you, Jones is being run into the ground. Elemental from Pixar well, is being is, is is run into the ground. Uh, every, I don't know what that is. It's a new Pixar movie. It's called Elemental. Like oh, that, yeah. it's also not doing very well at all. Um, but then you have movies anything, like Puss in Boots. Anything, that wasn't a TikTok movie. The the there was a Puss in Boots movie that was based on the Shrek character. Yeah, did super good because it wasn't a TikTok movie. It was also a very good movie as well. And Super Mario Brothers, also not a TikTok movie. Like you and can, that well. That one's got a little bit more going for because it it's a Nintendo thing. But but still, like the the fact that like when these when when a movie. Tries to entertain you. Top Gun, Top Gun. That move. That movie made gangbusters money. Well, that, that's Tom Cruise. Like, there's, there. These are. I've, some of these aren't fair to com- like Puss in Boots. I think is fair to compare. Mario movies probably fair to compare, but movies like with Tom Cruise and stuff. Tom Cruise is like he has a certain quality level for the stuff that he's doing. He has a lot of control over these movies. He knows what he's doing. He's probably the best action actor ever. He's 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 like the last true movie he's star. the last bastion <laughs> he's the last true movie star like, left. like action movies left yeah it's just yeah it's, it's just like even even uh leonardo dicaprio like he was you know he's he did like wolf of wall street and then after he did like, he was doing like different movies and now what i feel is the movies he's done for the past like 10 may, maybe a little bit more than that it's always something based on like a mafia like something to do with slavery. This is totally off topic, but like, 
He's not doing like the like different types of movies anymore, which is probably why people don't go and see like his stuff anymore because it's the same thing over and over again. He just makes the same type of mafia movie. Or, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, just make good movies, man. Just make good movies that are entertaining. Oppenheimer. Just, that's probably going to be a good one because Chris Nolan does that kind of thing. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm I'm really excited for for Oppenheimer. I'm I'm super pumped. And the last Chris podcast on the done. left is uh, doing a series on Oppenheimer. As well, well, so it's going to be a good movie. I Chris Nolan knows what he's doing. He makes those weird, interesting movies. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to Oppenheimer. I comes I, out. I, I can't, can't wait for next that. week. Next week, That's probably. We'll, yeah, I think it's next week. Oh really? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean that might be the next thing, or if it's not, it, it depends on how it falls with, with our schedule. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Tentative Oppenheimer may be next in Ooh, our Oppenheimer. Uh, Who me. knows? Give me if we can podcast, yeah. the the lives are changing. Lives are changing. Um, yeah. yeah, hopefully, uh, I am very much looking forward to that. But yeah, uh, superhero fatigue. I don't think it's a real thing. I think it's a good. I think it's bad movie fatigue, tick box fatigue. I think that is more real. Uh, you know, a, a, yeah. a, a problem. I mean, Book of Boba Fett was terrible. Mandalorian season three was terrible. It's just like everything, like just everything Disney's putting out lately is just like near unwatchable. Like the, well, it's not the, just Disney. I mean, build a, make a good movie and people will go see it. But the it, thing it, is, but, but the thing is, Disney is such a model that they put out so much stuff and everything. They're because they're they're putting out kids movies and you know, Star Wars movies and Indiana Jones movies and animated movies. They, they they've got a huge gambit of films. They're they're coming out relatively often and they're just yeah. all terrible. Like, all of what I would for. I would love to just like interview James Cameron. I'd love to we we got to get him on this podcast and just ask him like how does how, what does James Cameron think needs to be done to fix the movie industry? There's nobody better to ask. There's nobody better. He's number 1. I don't know. Like the the thing, I I I don't. I can't agree with that because I mean, Avatar two was Why? was fine, but I mean, like, what, I don't. But it made bank. It's the third highest grossing movie of all time. I I know. I I, I know. But like, he knows what he's doing. He owns. He owns the first spot, the third spot, and the fourth spot. I I know. But <laughs> but the thing is, like, I don't. He love- knows how to make a popular movie. He, no, he knows how to make a movie that makes money. I don't know if they're yeah. popular because the thing is, like, they have to be popular. What do you mean? That's not how that works. They they are popular because they're making money. If they weren't popular, they wouldn't make any money. People just don't talk about them. You go watch it, you enjoy it, and leave. It's just such a weird thing because I mean, I you know, Avatar one was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I think I appreciated it more. I appreciate it a lot more now after seeing so many tick box films and Avatar one is, is, is really good. But at the same time, like I don't have like a desire to go back and watch it a bunch. Like it's just, it's, well, you're going to watch fine. the, you're, you're going to watch the nine hour cut of Avatar two. It, so you got, that's there's, there's Avatar two, which was like, it was okay. I didn't think it was great. Titanic. I mean, it was visually impressive. I mean, all those movies are visually impressive. Like James Cameron makes money because his movies are always visually impressive. But I mean my favorite James Cameron movie is Terminator 2. Yes. Oh. I, I watched that movie a bunch. I love Terminator 2. It's a very well done movie. Um and it's entertaining and it's it's thing like to me that's his best 
That's his best film. His magnum opus is Terminator 2. Oh, it's it's his most about aliens. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I say okay, Aliens and Terminator 2 are his his most his most watchable (laughs) films. Watchable? You don't think Avatar is watchable? Come on now. Watchable is then. I'm willing to watch it over and over again. Like Avatar, I okay. I don't care to watch it over and over. Again. Like I've seen Avatar yeah. twice, no, three times. I saw it twice in the theater, and because I wanted to see it in 3D, and then I saw it in 2D, and then I got the the Blu-ray and I watched it with Kaylee. So I think I've only seen Avatar yeah. three times. I mean, that's 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 like eight hours. <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> it's like that eight hours like- on Pandora. <laughs> That is a very long time, but that's the thing. Like I've seen Terminator two like ten, fifteen times, and I still probably wouldn't met. I, I'd still probably watch it, watch it again. Aliens, yeah. I haven't seen as many times. I've seen Aliens probably like four or five times. I wouldn't mind watching it again. It's a great, great movie. Um, but like his 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 top is his top three movies, his top three high grossing movies. I have next to no desire to want to watch them multiple times. That's all right. Which is which is why I, I know you say they're popular, but I'm like I don't know. I don't think they're popular. They're they're not movies. They are, I mean, by definition, they are popular. They're not movies. That, find, a, find a new word. They're not movies I would want to watch multiple times. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean popularity. It means good quality. It means like, that's enjoyment. That's it. You're looking for the word enjoyment. Okay. You watch enjoyable. it more more because you enjoy it more. Yeah, I, they're not as enjoyable films. They're popular because they made money, but they're not as enjoyable films as some of the other ones. There we go. There but we go. they're more enjoyable than tick box films. That's that's why like I don't know if we should ask James Cameron because James Cameron would just say like throw eight hundred million dollars at the wall, and make the most prettiest movie you've ever, no. you've ever made. Yes, that's James. That's James he definitely way. has more thoughts than just that. He definitely does. There's no way people he because he knows there's no way any company is just going to be like, yeah, here's eight hundred million dollars. People don't got James Cameron money. They don't but, got that kind of money. But that's the thing. I mean, the only <laughs> thing the, the only thing Flash theoretically had going for it was that could have been a really cool popcorn special effects driven spectacle but the cg was so bad it wasn't even that it had its moments yeah it was fine like i i didn't hate the film like it it was it was fine but it wasn't it wasn't great and it was bordering on not good and like the the bad cg because if the movie had like watchable cg and if it was like a spectacle a tentpole movie, because that's what Avatar was. It's a tentpole movie. It's it looks good. Yeah. Like you just get immersed. You just get just washed over you. And and the Flash is anything but immersive, because the CGI just pulls you out of it every single minute of the film. Because there's something weird about the CG all the time. The babies looked horrifying. Well, uh, yeah, not the not the greatest. Um. I don't know what that we're just kind of like, like tearing the movie down at this point. I don't know what more to say. We're just killing the movie now. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just I mean James. I mean uh, James Gunn. He killed the movie by by announcing all of his movies and saying they don't matter. Hey, hopefully his Superman movie's good. If anybody's not going to make a tick box movie, it's not going to be James Gunn. He's not going to make a tick box movie. He made Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's hope Superman's good. 
But Didn't man. he start as a porn director? I think he started as a porn director. I mean, good on, I'm you, not Jam- sure. good on you, James Gunn. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like if you're going to do that, you're not going to make a tick box movie. You should check out his body of work, Brian, and report back. <laughs> Let us know. I can do that. Let us, know. Know. Let us know his earliest work. I'll let you know next time. <laughs> was Racket Raccoon in any of them? Uh, maybe. I don't know. His brother, Sean Gunn, just dressed up as a raccoon in the background. <laughs> maybe. Well, I'll, I'll have to get back to you. I'll have to well, get back to you. Well, people are, getting, are going at it. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Anyway, we're, we're, we're back, I hope. I mean... We're back for today. We're back for today. Well, the, the, we're back for the time for your listening or watching this. Yeah. The next time... I'll I'll talk to my I'll talk to the future people. If you're watching this right now and it is August 14th, 2023, you, there might be a new podcast that you're not listening to the newest one right now. <laughs> there might be one that's newer than this one. You're going to have to check that one out because uh that that seems hopefully if all things go according to plan, we will make an one after this one. Yeah, Oppenheimer. Woohoo. I'm trying to confuse the timeline here because you know Speed Force. <laughs> oh yes, definitely confuse the timeline. That's 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 how we do it here on Synthaholics. Well, thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Brian, for David at Synthaholics.com. Thank you for coming out of the Speed Force to talk to me today. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Back I go. This is the background is actually just uh, Speed Force going, and yeah, yeah, that's, I just that's, paused right now. That, that's this time travel sphere. Yeah, yeah. As soon as, as soon as I shut this down, we're which is better CG than the film. Thank you, I appreciate that. I put a lot of work into it because it's real. Like this isn't CG. This is this is what it actually looks like. <laughs> yeah, you're actually actually in the Speed Force as we speak. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, until next time, live long and prosper. Let's let's get uh, out of superhero fatigue. Let's get out of bad movie fatigue. Let's get into good movies. Let's do it. Wheel Until time. next time. Oh, season two, September first. That's gonna be well. Yeah. That's gonna be something. Be good. <laughs> I don't know if good is the, the something it's gonna be, but it's gonna be something. All right, right. guys. Until next time. Set the holics out. <laughs>